Hi, and welcome to our podcast on conscious, creative leadership. The space where we get curious about leadership in the 21st century. I am Nadine Benjamin. And I'm Darren Abrahams. We see ourselves as conscious, creative leaders in an evolving world. And in 2021, we took some time to share our thoughts with you from a lockdown perspective. In this episode, energy. Okay, Nadine, episode three. Episode three! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and today we are talking about energy. Yes, we are talking about energy. And I love the way we started this session, Darren. I love that we got ourselves into our body by moving our energetic vibrancy and system so we could actually be present, really present in this talk. Yes. And energy is such an important part of this uh, toolkit for becoming a conscious, creative leader, because energy is really, it's the wellspring of everything that allows you to do the things you want to do in life. Absolutely. And it also is that kind of center point to how people receive you, as well as how you do something. So today we just, I think, you know, we just wanting to outline how the different levels of energy and the different kind of the playfulness around energy as well. (laughs) And that playfulness is really important to us and and this concept that we've been talking about. I know we mentioned it in the last episode and we're going to go deeper into it today. That quality of energy, of playfulness, I think gives the energy that we're talking about a different frequency Mm. um, because... It's not, we're not talking about this kind of thrusting, uh, aggressive, um, maybe slightly Western Mm. energy. We're talking about a very interactive kind of energy, an energy that is kind of bubbly and fizzy and creative. I mean, the essence of it is creative. Yes, exactly. This creative, you know, as you, I mean, we're both um, singers, you know, and we, when we're on stage, when we're partaking in stage, we've got to walk on the stage with this energy. If we, if we, if we walk on the stage with a kind of not fully in present and not fully in our bodies and not willing to be playful either, the audience watching the shows that we create, the shows that we're in, cannot receive the true essence of what we wish to bring to them on on an evening or an occasion. Yeah, and I think that that element of playfulness also keeps it flexible, spontaneous, adaptive. It allows mm. you to respond really well to the moment because mm. you know you're kind of you're on your toes. You're uh, <laughs> you're you're feeling what's going on around you. You're you're responding in the moment to what is appropriate in this time, or you know what you can create from this moment. Absolutely, and how we can become more curious. It's all almost like a curious playfulness, isn't it? Yes. And when when it meets another humanness when it meets another energy center it has this element of having this wonderful beautiful exchange Um, and those different levels of exchanges can sometimes be what what we call I don't know a bit edgy you know you know you know that thing where you walk into a room and you 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 can see someone who lights up a room and you can see someone who draws every last bit of breath out of the room oh yeah (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You want to be the person who's lighting up the room, right? <laughs> Absolutely. 
absolutely. And as a conscious creative leader, you know, it's that energy center. It's that fountain of energy that that you wish to be pivoting on and to to be, you know, like almost like a water spray going, I'll go here next and then I'll go here next and I'll go here next. That's where I'll focus my attention. But still from this really vibrant center, the well has a, a center point to which you receive all the water out of, you know, and um, yeah, and that, and that you can pull all the water out of as well, because yeah. it's that pulling up energy as well as the giving energy, isn't it? Exactly. The the sharing principle, I think, is really important in this. And we've talked about it in the other episodes we've already recorded, um, this idea that the conscious creative leadership, as we are describing it, is collaborative. It's mm. a way of bringing people with you and supporting people to step into their own leadership. So at this level of energy, we're sharing energy and we are drawing energy out of others as well. So not, not to take that energy, but to, to lift it up, to, yes. um, yeah, to create a vibrational frequency that everybody can, can uh, so that everyone can be in that same frequency together. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that comes back to what we were talking about is this role modeling thing where we where people are able to look at, oh, be curious even about your own energy and see if there's any qualities that they can take from from you from for themselves. You know, so where does some of that energy point come from? I mean, if we could go into there, Darren, this thing around food, sleep and exercise. Yeah. So practical the practical element of it I suppose you know when we've come into this this session this this episode we've come in at the vibrational space yes but actually I think it's helpful for people to ground it in practical activity and practical action absolutely Um, how do you generate that kind of energy in yourself and so you've you've mentioned three really important things food sleep and exercise Mm. um and it's really it's being very mindful about how you you know, what you take into your body to nourish yourself. Absolutely. How, how you rest and repair at the end of a day or at the end of uh, an intense piece of activity. And then how you maintain and um, expand the capacity of your body mm-hmm. as the vessel for doing all the things that you do in the world uh, to be able to to work at its optimum. So exercise is about strength. It's about flexibility. It's about endurance, you know, cardio. Uh, It's a good mix of all of those different things. Um, And I think that, that being mindful of those things, your food, your sleep and your exercise really do support you to generate a wellspring of energy that will just keep coming. Yes, absolutely. Because we all know that if we put food into our body, like too many sweet things and sugary things, it does drain our energy. Whereas if we put food in our body that uh, supports our body, it it acts as an electrical conductor in our body to give our body electric vibrancy, you know. And this thing around sleep, you know, making sure that we get enough rest. I mean, some people sleep four hours in four hours at night and then they have an afternoon four hours in the afternoon just as long as you're getting at least at least it's been scientifically proven at least eight hours of sleep um in whichever way you choose to do that so the 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 body can have that that as you uh, spoke about that rest and repair time you know and in terms of exercise doing the exercise that you love you know some people call it a workout I've I for one definitely this has been a real real challenge for me exercise 
um, in terms of how my body, how I wish to engage with my body in that way. And I found that when I first started with exercise, I found this a lot of tears came out because as I was exercising my my body, I was releasing untapped uh, uh, information, I suppose, that the body needed to release and I hadn't connected with yet. So it is really, really important to uh, find that exercise piece, that piece that you love, you know. So for me, it's dance. Yeah. And uh, for me, it's um really it's boxing because I love a bit of boxing you know so those are my kind of two things that I really love to get myself back into my body and I think it's really important to say that it is personal like the the formula that you um, develop for yourself around exercise foods and sleep is a very personal thing I mean there are some universals about you know eating good you know um, a plant-based a mostly plant-based uh diet so making sure you're getting a lot of good leafy vegetables and um fresh live like alive food um organic as much as possible um that you're drinking good water uh that you're that the sleep element it's not so much that you have to have a set amount of hours of sleep it's that the the time that you sleep is good quality sleep mm. And whatever works for you and then again exactly the same with exercise is that you choose a kind of exercise or a sequence of exercises that are fun and that will that, that get you out of your seat they don't feel like a chore to do otherwise you'll never do it yeah absolutely and I you know I think you know we were just talking about it's always great to to think about the energy that you wish to receive is also the energy that you must be willing to give out you know we sometimes uh, forget that we are the creators of what is received back to us, you know. So we, and what is it, the law of attraction, as we've heard a load about in the time gone by, that, you know, what you put out is what you get back. But remember, when you give out really good energy and really good vibrancy, you get it back tenfold, which just makes it even more exciting. And yeah. um, it makes you, um, it's infectious, this kind mm. of energy is infectious. You know, other people want to be a part of it. They desire to be a part of it. They want to get in on the act. You yeah. know? <laughs> so it's really, you know, so for someone who's a conscious creative leader, it's really important as well when you're working with others is that in order for people to sometimes see your vision, you must have be resonating at the right frequency in order for them to understand and wish to be a part of it. Yeah, it's like it's enthusiasm, isn't it? It's having enthusiasm and passion. People often talk about it in that way. It's like you're passionate about the things that you do or you're passionate about your ideas. That That's this energy for me, this kind of playful, vibrating. I don't know, it's really, I don't know how else to describe it. It's, uh, it's that that's what passion is, that it just you can feel the energy in passion. And that's what attracts other people to join you. And well, it's that thing, isn't it? And, and actually, what as you're talking there, uh, Darren, I'm thinking energy is our life force. Mm. It's that center wheel. I'm coming back to that that well of all that fountain again. You know, it's that life force. It's that grounded. I don't know mechanism of being a vessel. You know, it really is. And um, I, I, you can hear we're quite excited about this subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it is something that 
you know, you and I both really work on to make sure that we're delivering as high performers and you can't really compromise on it, you know. But I think, can we go back into what you were just talking about, this rest and repair? Because I think when people think of energy, they immediately think, oh, it's got to mean that I've got to be doing, 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 doing all this time. They never really connect it to um, kind of being and resting and taking time. Can you speak to that a little bit, Darren? Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I, I often talk about this in terms of the self-regulation cycle of the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So we, we have these internal cycles with, within our energy to allow us to be active or to be in action. Mm-hmm. So the, the image that we're having is that there's a, there's a slope up where you're preparing to get into action. And then there's like a, a circle that you go around where you're in action. But then the really important bit that we often don't do in our culture is the bit that comes down is the slope out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the integration part. So to be able to have consistent, playful, passionate energy, you need to be able to integrate your experiences into your body. Mm -hmm. and that's where the rest and repair and reflection piece comes it's a very integral part of being able to generate energy is that you're you can give out only so long before you have to fill up the cup again I think you've talked about this before that you know that to be able to be of service you need to have enough excess um, filling out of your cup to share with other people you can't generate that excess unless you integrate your experiences you rest repair you reflect Mm. you um you you look back on the experiences that you've had and you take meaning from them you allow the body to release or process emotions that may have come up in that experience um absolutely if you don't give yourself time to do that you just basically just carry everything with you into the next experience and then the next experience so what happens is you just keep coloring every new experience is what's happened with what's happened in the past it's, it's, never that reset yeah yeah it's rather a little bit like going into relationship after relationship after relationship in an intimate relationship and never giving yourself enough time to grieve the last relationship or to reset some of the things that came up for you in the relationship you've just come out of because we just bring it onto the next relationship yeah. if we don't clear it and I kind of like to think of this as a like a as that we restore it's like our restoration pop, yes. uh, <laughs> period and if you think of um, restoration comedy you know you'll see where the playfulness comes in. <laughs> oh that's a very interesting <laughs> connection <laughs> kind of like always like being in a play you know that doing the things that restore and make you feel great you know a lovely candle lit bath for some people it's meditation for some people it's a walk you know but mostly I think one of the the only ways that you can really heal from the inside out is getting enough sleep it's just it's such an it's a major healer it's a major major healer yeah and I have to say I think people find it hard in our culture to to stop and to rest particularly Mm. people that are driven that have got a mission that are busy 
you know, there's a badge of honor, I think a lot of the time about just keeping going. And like, you know, we often say, I try not to say it anymore because the, about, you know, people ask me how you are, how I am. And I say, oh, I'm really busy as though it's, you know, something to be proud of. Um, but actually when you're saying you're really busy, what I've noticed is, is that often that's, that's about a deflection away from what's actually going on in your life. And it's okay to be busy, but it's also really great to have downtime and to be and not to be ashamed of that downtime, not to um, not to talk about it in the same way as you talk about your busyness and your productivity. Um, and I think it's set up in us from a really early age in in our culture. If you think about the school day, and I, I talk about this a lot in my work with the human hive. The school day is constant movement you know you go into a lesson you're in the lesson for an hour or so then the bell rings and then you're into the next lesson and then the bell rings and then you're into the next lesson and then you might have a half an hour for lunch where you're queuing up to wait for the cafeteria for something and then you're into the next lesson and then you're into the next lesson there are never any integration moments that take place during the course of the day so what happens is you're setting up young nervous systems to be in this hyper energetic busy um, state all the time with no understanding that it take that you need to have the rest periods to to really actually take in the learning and understand what what what's been happening for you in that day and then we take that forward into our adulthood and that's yeah. why we have this hyper busy hyperactive hyper driven society that we're in and you know now we're all crashing because we've had to stop due to the covid pandemic so yeah it's, yeah, it's, no, I know. I really, I really get that. I mean, in terms of um, busy, I, I, I tend to, to move away from that word as much as possible because if you look at the origination of the word busy, it means anxiety. Oh, um, really? it's, it's, it's that reason why I really don't like the word business either. I, I really look at myself as a creative company um, because business becomes from busyness which means anxiety again. <laughs> so we're creating this, this foundation of anxiety and um, in the power or the strengths of the word. And I'm, I'm very big on words and language, you know, so I really hear you, Darren, where people you definitely, definitely use that as some form of um, deflection because A, there is this element, as you spoke to, and when I speak to clients as well, of guilt. Mm-hmm. for taking a moment yeah it's there's this guilt and you're like you deserve this you know and deserve again originates from the word to be worthy to be in service you know so that you are worthy of stopping it is your it is okay it's your time it's take that moment for yourself because again we talk about this cup filling over you know, and being the vessel, if we don't fill ourselves up first, there's no way that we've got any to, sh to share. And what we find, you know, is anybody who doesn't have this energy to share and start sharing from an empty vessel, they end up in burnout. They mm -hmm. end up getting really ill. They end up, you know, having overwhelm, you know, yeah. And that's the kind of opposite energy that you wish to be sharing as a creative or a conscious creative leader. Absolutely. And since you talk about anxiety, I think anxiety is the opposite of playfulness. Yes. 
when you feel anxious, you really can't be playful because everything is super serious when you're anxious. <laughs> um, so they're totally at odds with each other. That low-lying, underlying anxiety that I'm not doing enough, that I'm not achieving enough, that I'm not being enough, all of that actually takes the energy away from you. It saps the energy. Um, mm. And because I, I know that we are connected at a nervous system and energetic level one to the other, everyone around you feels that. Yes. In the presence of someone who is vibrating at this highly anxious level, you can feel that in your nervous system, not necessarily on a conscious level, but it's there. Something is not quite right. And it, it sucks away your energy because, and we call it the magical invisible cord, you know, this connection between yes. one person to the other. So what, but for us as conscious creative leaders, we need to be conscious of the energy that we are sending down the magical invisible cord to other people. Absolutely, because people come to us because of who we are. You know, they come to us because of how we're vibrating. They come to us because of the energy that we put out. Nobody wants to keep going to somebody who's draining their energy or who's criticizing them or is coming from a really low sense of self even, you know, and is not filling up their portal and is not filling up their vessel. So if we, we're going in as conscious and we're, and we're going to use the term leader, Yep. then we have to be, as you said, very mindful about how we keep regenerating this, um, regenerating this, this vessel and coming from this place as well, this creator, not competitor. So we're not competing with life. We're coming from the place where we're creating life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually it, it comes back to this idea again of, of your own personal work. Yes. No. Nobody wants to go through life anxious and sending that that challenging energy around to other people. That's no one's choice to do that. Mm. But sometimes life brings us experiences that set that up inside mm. us um, through no fault of your own. Mm. Um, so with compassion, we need to look at ourselves and look to see what where is it? What's holding me back? What's stopping that wellspring? of natural playful energy from, from coming out of me. Um, and if there are blocks and resistances and we all have them and we develop them at different points in our life and they come in, they, they come, even when you've done loads of work, there's still more work to do because new things come into your life all the time. That's all, why the, the time. <laughs> all the time, which is why the reflection piece is so important. How do mm. I know that something has come into my energy field that is stopping my energy from coming out? Um, I can only know that by, by going in, by checking into myself, by doing some personal work, maybe working with a coach or a therapist or a friend um, to help you to see that and process the emotions around that. But then you're constantly creating space within yourself to allow the energy to, 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 to naturally flow through you. Absolutely. So, you know, I think, shall we leave them with a, 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 everybody with a, just an, an amazing question? Like as you spoke to the other side of the pain side of what's stopping you. Let's speak to the pleasure side that we've spoken about this pain and pleasure questioning. You know, what makes you feel playful? Mm. Something to just really leave you with. What makes you feel 
playful and as Darren's just said you know what is stopping you or holding you back from that pleasure place you know what 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 is that you know but mainly what makes you feel playful can't wait to hear can't wait to hear should we leave it there absolutely and we'll see you in our next episode where we'll be talking about courage Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on this journey of conscious, creative leadership. If you'd like to know more, please check out the show notes for links and send us a message. See you next time.